What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Oh, while the oh. intro's going, you get yourself a beer while the intro's going, and you're all set. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I mean, I'm not done, but instead of getting up again and, you know, right. whatever. Yeah, I gotcha. He, he, he doesn't come back to the intro, so we have to do it ourselves. Yeah, if he doesn't make it back, we'll improvise. <laughs> I'm fucking, no, I Fuck, you're up there, buddy. Hey. Here, buddy. <laughs> Give him the hot tag. Hot cat tag. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, no. Hot cat tag. What the hell? I have no idea what that means. Uh, ignore. <laughs> All right, I'm playing oh, it. Let's we'll see if we can beat him. Oh, no, he's back already. All right, here yeah. we go. My name is PC Tunney. I am your endless entertainment experience. I am the eternal entity all up in your earballs, and I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. It's him. It is him. That does be an architect and a scientist to me. It's DPP. My earballs and D. Ear when did you start that? Just... You like it? That's a lot. I love it. It's good. Yeah. It's a lot. It's more alliteration. I did it. Oops. Oops. Play it again. Play it. Play it. Oops. I did it again. Okay, for real. My earballs. <laughs> My earballs. And joining us, as always, the third member Save of us. this triumphant triangular podcasting. He's known as the trivia trickster himself. He's the phenomenally and also funky fresh AJ Velas. And happy and New Year happy- to everyone too. Uh, you're probably going to need another earballs because I haven't ever heard him say that before for an intro. My earballs! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I'm just saying I've never heard that intro before. Well, I mean, I, it's just... I, new Year, New You? Yeah. Tune in to Chairshot Radio. All new. Right there on the Chairshot.com. Every day, a brand new host. 
rotating schedule of your favorite chair shot personalities. Check it out at chairshot.com every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern on all your favorite streaming services. And while you're at it, head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get yourself a chair shot t-shirt. Buy one for your friend, buy one for your friend friend. Buy one for your neighbor and your neighbor's neighbor. Your neighbor's neighbor might even be your other neighbor. So buy another one for that neighbor as well. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot today. Did you get that, guys? Did you get that? I I always use my head. <laughs> I've always there ooh, well good for you. Good for her. Good for you. Um I I've been watching old uh, Micro Machines commercials, so I've been working on, you know, oh. getting that stuff out. Wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. There yes. you go. Did we talk about that? Because literally, like, maybe a month or two ago, my parents dropped off another uh, box of stuff that they found of mine in the basement, and one, micro and it machines? was Micro Machines, dude. Like, wow. My whole set, my collection of Micro Machines, and the whole Eye of the City and everything. If I come over, if I quarantine for two weeks, can I come over and play? Yes. You don't even have to drug me like Seinfeld. <laughs> that, that 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 yes from DP was like I would love any human He's interaction. Different. If you want, if you can quarantine for two weeks, definitely come over for a whole weekend. <laughs> but I know, I know, I'm literally going to have to quarantine for two weeks if I want to. <laughs> I can make it. I can make it. <laughs> you're, you're you're horrible. I am not. I, am not. I can't taste. We're, Let's move on. Because I don't go anywhere. (laughs) I don't either. I don't either. Anyway, gentlemen, how is the New Year treating you? Uh, Anything crazy happening? I know we're all looking forward to a wonderful football playoff weekend. We're going to get into that shortly. But DP's got a nice brand new Wisconsin Badgers military sweatshirt on there. Uh, AJ's ready to go with his Buccaneers gear on. Uh, He's got his earphones covering his Buccaneers. Buccaneer anything the anything you guys want to get off, off your chest before we get into the podcast known as DWI episode two five seven? Before uh, other than the T-shirt, check out this bad boy right there. I was about to say I did see that off as in the, the distance. As the camera pans and you see the brand new seventy five inch television that I have to go with my PS five, baby. What the fuck? Didn't yeah. you have a hundred twenty HD projection screen? Yeah, but it's not four K. <laughs> God forbid that your and projector boy, is not in 4K. Let me great. Let me tell you how great Giannis looks in 4K on a on NBA 2K21 right there while he's putting up 48 points on the Magic. I love it. Well, let me tell you what. If the grocery <laughs> store and the diner for breakfast don't count, I've been in quarantine for like six days. <laughs> yes, let's make it happen. I got two <laughs> controllers. Let's do it. Good on you, buddy. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Nice lighting you got going on underneath there. It's uh, it's been wonderful. That's how I spent my my New Year's. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's warm up with a little. What you drink? Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. For my beer down the sink, I got more in the trunk. with Adam Schefter like breaking news he looks like he's, uh, he's all a flutter over there on the phone he might he might be making plans tonight though he is young he did just get done with work today it looks like he might be making plans no I yeah yeah 
yeah. on the nose. You should like, hurry, hurry up and get your podcasting shit done so we can go out. <laughs> That's tomorrow. All right. I, uh, too hearted. Too hearted ale by Bells. Love it. Always the staple of my fridge. AJ, I see you got a bottle that looks like uh, some kind of brewski over there. What we drinking uh, fresh off of fresh off of Friday afternoon of work? Well, after a long, hard day of work, uh, Andrew and I actually decided to go get some Schmirnoff ice. Not because we were rewatching old TNA where Fortune kept icing each other. It, it's pretty good. It's the uh, orange screwdriver that they have. But uh, recently just polished that off, so I'm going to go with a Bud Light Platinum now. Okay, well, that's the hell of a switch. DP, fuck, oh, you got going down. Right, which, don't end with me. I have uh, my Taco Bell Mountain Dew sitting right here that I'm finishing before I switch over to a beer. So, What did you get Taco Bell? They took away all my favorites that I've started to actually well, eat now. So. Yeah, you, right. You can't get a Mexican pizza anymore, right? Right. No. You can't get the... And Chirito. My beefy nacho loaded griller is gone. Can you still get the shredded chicken burrito? I didn't see it on the menu. That's my favorite. It's a little spicy. It's got that uh, that you know Southwest aioli sauce on there. But oh, go ahead. What did you get? I'm sorry. What did you get now? I just got three crunchy tacos, and they had nacho fries were back, so I got some nacho fries. Uh, see, it. I was always a big fan of the Mexican pizza. I love the enchilada with the three olives on top. You know, get that spork and you eat that. I don't know. I was, I was always a big fan of just their regular old soft tacos. I, I never really liked diced tomatoes. I would get just to add the sour cream. But eight eight, what would your Taco Bell order consist of? Usually, my Taco Bell orders consist of whatever the new five dollar boxes uh, and a couple of beefy five layer burritos. I was a little upset that uh, mine. I don't know if anyone else's. Mine actually got rid of the seven layers, which had a little more to it. Like it had a different type of cheese and whatnot. But yeah, I usually go for the five dollar box and like two or three burritos if I'm feeling eager. Feeling amorous. They got the ripping chicken. They got the ripping chicken box from Popeyes. I think it is for six bucks, and it comes with two sides and fries. That looked pretty good, actually. I might That's have nice. to check that out. It's not bad. They always rotate so, at Popeyes there with the five. Well, I guess it used to be five dollar box. I guess they change it to a six dollar box now. But everything because the uh, you know the stimulus checks came out, so people aren't willing <laughs> to pay another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me close this out with uh, something that marries Taco Bell with drinking. DP, if you don't mind, one evening. Oh boy. <laughs> oh lord. I think we've told this one before. So we were drinking at one of, this is long ago, in our early 20s. So this is probably 15 years ago or more. We were out at our, one of our favorite favorite establishments, and we had started off, DP and Satchel McFlippins and the General had all, they had all, all lived together at one point. So that was always the starting place on the weekends when going out. So we had taken a couple cars for multiple people, and I know DP and I were together, and I was driving. I wasn't. I wasn't even drinking that night. And wink, um, wink. I didn't wink. You winked, winked. I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Satchel uh, McFlippins is out ahead of us. Is like I'm going to swing through Taco Bell. You know, what do you guys want? And we all told them. So 
we're driving back and we're coming down uh, one of the angled streets here in our uh, metropolis. <laughs> CDP knows exactly what I'm talking about. And he's like, dude, you got to pull over. And I'm like, okay, really? Like right now? He's like, yeah, right now, right now. I'm like, all right. He's like, they're closed. I'm like pulling into a gas station and they are closed. And I go, yeah, but they have a car wash. And I pulled up in front of the gas station. I'm like, just go in the car wash and throw up. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to ask him whether or not he did. When he came back, he felt better, told me to cancel his Taco Bell order. I never did. I ate it. I just ate his whole order. I didn't care. It was excellent. And that's uh, that's what you're drinking. DBB, let's start this podcast. Let's let everybody know what's happening. I'm all... I'm all befuddled over here. Let's let's let everybody know what's happening on uh, episode 257 of the DWI podcast. Well, 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 it's a new year. It's for the new year. In case you're really slow, DP threw up in a car wash. <laughs> Well, at least, at least you had the spray hose and everything to clean it up. <laughs> Who's cleaning it up? I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah, we're gone. I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that be funny if that really happened, though? That would have been. <clears throat> That's a right, great story week, you just made I'm, up on, on, uh, off the top of your head there. I'm really good at that. I'm, I'm really detailed. good at making up lyrics to songs, too, while we're drinking. <laughs> Sometimes. Jeez. All right. It's okay. Statute of limitations. I think I'm good. See, I, I have a fear that there's going to be one day where we have, like, a live DWI and it's just all of us drunk as shit in someone's garage. We're not even going to oh. talk about wrestling. We're just going to shoot the shit with random stories. That's basically what happens when we all get together. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's DWI yeah, that's... after dark. We used to have those episodes. Yeah, that is actually me and the mic man. Me and, uh, me and the mic man. Uh, actually... Did, did you see the tweet the general sent out uh, the other day? It was like his nine-year Twitter anniversary. And I guess we must have made him make an account at Coaches. So he, he's like, I can remember. I'm like, okay, great. I liked it. You know, Nice. You don't listen to this show anyway. <laughs> no. no. All right. This week on the DWI podcast, believe it or not, Wrestle Kingdom 15, we're going to talk about it. Could there be someone from that company headed to New York to become a major player right here in the States. Goldberg, back again. Yay or ugh? We got trivia and a final, a final, a, a final last call, a final call, last call about the NFL wildcard weekend. I am rusty. You know, it's like call. there was any, any podcasting, you know, team podcasting. I'm doing podcasting by myself and then I just ramble. I don't know. I talk to the cats, the TV, the microphone, like, is an actual character. No, it's not. But that that could be something. Mikey. Like, oh, huh? No, that's too that's, that's too obvious. Oh, oh boy. And now here's something you're really going to enjoy. Why has got to be Mickey Mouse? Because <laughs> you went high-pitched. Well, <laughs> fuck you, AJ. Ring the bell. <laughs> I like it. I, I don't know. Yeah, so I uh, actually woke up early and realized that Wrestle Kingdom was on. So I paid attention to some of the coverage and checked out some of the highlights from some of the matches. And that's the story I'm going with. I'm and I kind of, 
um, you know, more behind the scenes, more, more, more TV things happening on, on uh, cheer shot radio network right now. That shouldn't be anyway. I'm sure you, you enjoyed these events as much as you could. I, I think that there was a break in, uh, when you were able to watch and had to leave. And I yeah. think I ruined, and I think I ruined day one for your brother also. Yeah, cause day one and two because um, Monday was the day one. I don't remember what match we left off on when I had to go to work, but day two, we're we're cutting time, and I'm like, I have to be at work at six thirty. I'm gonna make this close. I'm gonna cut it close, and then it it was like, oh, it's gonna be uh, day two's main event, and it was like, shit, it's six twenty. I have to get to work, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I really wanted to watch that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody really seen it coming that that Kota Ibushi would end up walking through both Tetsuya Naito and Jay White, and the Golden Star is is his time right now. Yeah, God with a capital G. DP, did you pay attention to Wrestle Kingdom at all? I have nothing to add. Okay, <laughs> great. You know, do you know who Jay White is? Uh, I'm gonna guess he's a. Uh... Heavyweight wrestler for New Japan right now. He, he is now he is the current leader of the Bullet Club. Oh, wow! So Jay White's Jay White's a pretty talented young individual in New Japan, and his contract is up at the end of the month. And it's looking like there's a possibility he could end up in WWE. So as we transition into this topic, I, I DP. Do a little research. I think you'll enjoy him. I, I've seen him grow into becoming a really great character in New Japan over the last year or so. AJ, what are your thoughts on Jay White? And I know we, we mentioned pre-show you don't want to see him in NXT. You want to see him right away making a statement in WWE. And I think if if Vince can make it happen, I, I think they're really looking more for him to show up at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'd say maybe more main roster. But I wouldn't be disappointed either way to have Jay White, NXT, or main roster. Your thoughts? I mean, I would like to see him in NXT. I would like to see him anywhere in WWE, but NXT, I feel like he would just be like, "All right, I'm here. Now what? You're you're gonna have me face Finn, the the old the latest leader versus the newer leader, yada yada yada." But Jay White's character, all in all, because I I saw him back in ROH where he was like this clean cut baby face somehow ended the undefeated reign of Punishment Martinez, as everyone knows is Damian Priest now. I could be wrong, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then, just out of nowhere, it's like, nah, I'm gonna go to New Japan. Becomes the Switchblade. I absolutely didn't like him at first, and then, I am swear to God, with his character, I'm gonna like start throwing in copyright claims, but... He worked the Switchblade character perfectly. Everything works. Everything goes well. You know, you gotta breathe the Switchblade. Okada, it's your, it's your old chaos buddy, Jay. Come on, you gotta help me. Come on, come on out. Like, he's that condescending prick that everyone hates, but you can't really hate him because he's actually good. 
in the ring, it's a it's a no brainer. The people that he could work with within the WWE and have great matches with at the top of the card is it's it's obvious no brainer. And like I said before, and I think I think you agree with me is he's really grown up in the last twelve to eighteen months character wise, like come into his own. You know, you talked about him being young and ROH and things of that nature. I think he's I think he's more than ready to be a major player in the WWE, and I would love to see it happen. I think I'll be disappointed if it if it doesn't happen. At the same time, I'll still continue to follow what he does wherever he ends up because he's a really he's a really really great talent, regardless globally in the wrestling world. DP, yeah. So, I mean, is I guess it's obviously not a foregone conclusion, but you you don't think he has any opportunity to go to AEW or anything with the? I just happened to watch the last. AEW and they seem to be trying to reform the Bullet Club here with uh, this Impact Wrestling slash AEW thing going on. I think the amount of money that WWE can offer him as opposed to AEW is the difference between him leaving New Japan or not. I think that's the only reason he would leave. I think if he wanted to work with AEW, he could do it and stay in New Japan. Uh, AJ, does that make sense that he no, could I easily thought, stay in New Japan and, and, and say, okay, because especially with Impact and AEW working together, why wouldn't New Japan just work with them a little bit? Um, I, I don't, I, I don't, AEW's numbers were down this week and, and, and uh, NXT's stayed about the same. So I don't know if this is going to be a shift in the ratings that I really don't pay attention to whatsoever. What I did pay attention to for AEW, and we're not really talking about AEW this week, is the very sad splash that Snoop Dogg did off the top rope. And I can't <laughs> believe that we had to watch that and that they did that and that they couldn't figure out a way to get him to do something easier or See, to do that better. Yeah, the, go ahead. The, the funniest thing about that is Sasha Banks sent a tweet to him saying, fam, we got to work on this. And the only thing going through my mind with Sasha Banks saying that he needs to work on it is how many suicide dives has she botched in her entire career where it looks like she's actually going to do the first part of that word? (laughs) How many times has she tripped on the ropes? How many times does her foot get caught in the ropes? Come on. (laughs) If you want to, if you want to, you know, start, talking trash with the Costco Reeves universe of fans, uh, go for it. I am not one to do that thing. <laughs> and I appreciate Sasha Banks 100%. Oh, no, I do, too. I'm just saying. On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate Sasha Banks, too. But I'm just saying, the amount of botches that she's done with high-flying moves, I don't think she's the first person to say, we need to work on something. Are you through Mandalorian, DP? I am, yes. Excellent. Excellent, man! Excellent. Man, excellent! Can't wait. Oh right? man, what 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 are we gonna do? There's only one X-wing that comes up. <laughs> well, <laughs> nah, I I don't know. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Last thoughts here. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, AJ. Uh, I, I thought it was a really good show. I did get to see some of Okada and Osprey. I thought that was pretty solid. Um, anything you can add from the rest of the show that I, that I didn't catch? I mean, for night one in general, you saw the, uh, Tongans actually break a record having the title seven times in new Japan. Uh, Tanahashi, not Tanahashi, the, the, the Okan match was okay, but, uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay, like you said, that was a 
great match. I didn't get to really see Ibushi versus Naito, but I heard good things about it. I <laughs> The one thing that makes me laugh the most, though, is still the uh, king of professional wrestling, or the KOPW trophy winner, Yano. Yay! Uh, to to <laughs> to elaborate on that one. What was your favorite match? Because to me, the match I enjoyed was uh, Naito and Ibushi. I enjoyed that more than than Ibushi and, and Jay White or Okada and Osprey. I really liked Okada and Osprey a lot more, only because Okada stopped using that god awful submission move that he was doing called the money clip. If people want to know what it was, if you weren't paying attention, it's a Cobra Clutch. For whatever reason, he decided, yeah, I'm just going to do a Cobra Clutch to try to win when you have, you've somehow solidified a ring out lariat as your finishing move and everyone loves it. Just keep doing that. Okada, for some reason, is almost like Jericho where it's, I'm going to try something new. Does it work? Yes, I'm going to keep it. Does it work? No. Go back to the old thing that worked. So no one liked the money clip. He ended the match with the Rainmaker, and I was so happy even though I really wanted Osprey to win. DP, what are those fancy paper clips with, like, the black um, rectangular triangle that kind of you can flex the pieces, the, the metal pieces flip over and back, yeah. and you can flex it out? I know what you're you know talking, what I'm talking about. about? I, don't, I don't know if they have a name. I don't know. That's what I would Paper use clips. for a money clip. I would, I would just take oh, my, yeah. I would just take and wrap it around my license and my debit card, and I would take that clip and put it on there and flip it, and that goes right in the front pocket. Ain't nobody taking that shit. <laughs> I mean, you brought up money clips. I don't know. I, I, I no, no, you're right. No, that, now that I don't one. even use either one. I just, I just put it right in the front pocket. Fuck it. Eh. If it falls out, it better not be more than twenty bucks. How much? 20. <laughs> yep, there it is. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about this. So, I don't know what's going to be worse. The promo that Goldberg cut to challenge Drew McIntyre or the match that they're going to have at Royal Rumble. Gentlemen, I believe that it's the very first edition of the year of... Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, her opinion, man. And since I faded out the Goldberg music, I'm going to have to play that clip again. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Gentlemen, which will be better? Which will be worse? Uh, you tell me. The, the the promo Goldberg cut to end Raw to challenge Drew McIntyre for the title at Royal Rumble or the match they're about to have at the Royal Rumble. DP, you see, you seem just ready to rip her and ready to go here and disappointed in WWE. Go ahead. This is an extended one-time only, first-time, Happy New Year 2021 yes. extended version of your opinion, man. I want your whole opinion and nothing but your opinion. So help the opinion that you opinionize while you're giving your opinion. I have a Dennis Miller rant to go on about this one, for God's sakes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad this was. I, I, you know, I read 
afterwards that potentially there was more that was supposed to go on during Raw and they changed everything up at the last minute, of course, because that's what they do. And there was supposed to be a, um, a t- it, that match wasn't supposed to be the last match. Before you get into it, I just want to say this. Regardless of whatever you're going to say about the angle at which he came at with them, he still didn't know what the fuck he was saying. Well, yes, well, and that's one of my other problems is, why do you give Goldberg a microphone? He He's never good at that. He's never good <laughs> at promos. There is no sense. He should have walked up and just said, you're next. And sh- and Ben, that that's the end of the show. Cut the cut the yeah, cut that would have been black. better. The, that would have been cut way better. Because his ramblings it. of what the fuck he was talking about, he's not good at it. And despite the fact that he the promo he tried to cut was supposed to be off of supposedly something Drew McIntyre was supposed to cut a promo on early, before that that they decided to cut out made no fucking sense anyway for the biggest babyface in the company to supposedly be shitting on legends when you had the entire three hours having Randy Orton destroy oh, legends you, left and right. He should have been going after Randy had, Orton then. You just had him and Hulk Hogan. You had just McIntyre and Hulk Hogan do this whole thing where they were just basically making out together. <laughs> right. Where, where, when was he going to shit? Why would he ever shit on them? That's ridiculous. The whole point of that story is absolutely absurd. And then we miss, and then they cut it cut it short because the time ran out. On top of that, because supposedly he headbutted him afterwards when he got up. So like the whole thing was just like, what in the fuck was that? That was so bad. Uh, and I don't, <laughs> barring Goldberg spearing himself and giving himself a concussion like he did with the Undertaker, I don't think the match could be any worse than that whole segment that they did on Raw. So I'm giving the Raw promo the worst part of this. That's going to be the worst. The match will somehow be better for as two minutes long as it will be. AJ, save us. So I'll make you a little happy because I'm, I'm back in my room to do the podcast. So I know I said this before with Tony. 1997, 98, I was one or two years old, and there was this guy that came out in WCW named Goldberg. Back then, I was playing on this handy-dandy little Game Boy Pocket with with, uh, Pokemon Yellow. And um, I I would do his entrance. I'd be so excited. Yeah, Goldberg's there. Do the punches. Act all crazy and whatnot. Yeah, I'm not too old anymore. I'm nearly 25. I really don't want to see Goldberg anymore. The promo was stupid, like you said. Oh, you're just disrespecting legends. No? No? You're... No? I I want to keep hearing this. Like, there was a reason why in WCW, Goldberg didn't speak for the longest time. Because, like you said... Goldberg and a microphone are about as good as water and oil. It doesn't mix. It never will. He could have just said, like like you said, you're next. Try to spear him, dodges the spear, or throws him over, or maybe a future shock DDT to, to future shock this entire thing. But... Yeah, no, I have no faith in this. I have absolutely no faith in this match. I have no faith in this title. If Goldberg wins, I'm actually going to be very, 
very frustrated because this will be the, what, third time that Goldberg just, yeah, I'm back, you're next, I win the title. Yay! Uh, somebody Owens, call for Lesnar? Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, The Fiend, and Mel McIntyre. Did you do it to, you did it to Lesnar too, technically. Eh, Lesnar wasn't for the title, though. So this reminded me of what I seen on Twitter the other day of when someone put up a description of the promo that Cena cut on Roman Reigns when Roman was trying to establish himself. And the fact that Roman brought up the part-time stuff and Cena's like, dude, it's your fault that I'm still here in part-time because you can't get the job done. Why is Goldberg still back here doing this? Is it because WWE doesn't have anybody else to move the needle? I mean, think about it. What's what? Whose whose fault is this really that we have to sit here and suffer through another Goldberg main event and a shit fuck promo that comes out at the end of a decent Raw that we all look forward to for the New Year with the Legends? And by the way, they fucked that up too. They didn't give us everybody we wanted. They had more people there. I'm, yeah, where the fuck a, was Carlito? No, 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 no. But I'm gonna put this way: if you're gonna do a Legends night, put the storylines backseat and pick two or three of them to get over for the night and that's it and make the let the rest of it about people seeing these legends doing their things they want to do i got to see ron soon's a damn right like that's the kind of stuff you want to see but you can do it at a bigger effect and so what if it, if everybody goes oh that was a hokey show you know they too much of the legends it was the legend show it's different it's something different right it's a break i i just don't understand why they don't capitalize on that more well and and Right, the fact that you just had you, you finally gave kind of somebody uh, younger or new talent and Keith Lee a little bit of a push. You've been you know actually promoting him, and then you put him in this big time match with the title. He puts on a great match with Drew McIntyre, and it's like, man, you know this is kind of stuff they could actually do, giving these younger talent or these different talent opportunities. And then immediately after that, you bring back Goldberg. Out of poopy diaper and smears it all over the fucking ring. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like it just <laughs> it kills me because like I almost basically took two weeks off of wrestling because I you know I I kind of get tired of just shitting on the product all the time and it's you know if I'm shitting on the product like why am I watching it you know it's kind of like I got started to get that feeling and I was like turned off by it a lot and I was like okay you know what I'm gonna try and be a little more positive towards things and try and look at the the better of of everything that's going on. And so I tuned back in for the new year, ready to go, ready to be positive. I'm enjoying the show. You know, we get the legends. Yeah, you're going to get hokey stuff, but that's, yeah, like you said, PC, that's kind of the, that's what we should expect. It's more to promote, hey, this is everything that, you know, all the legends and stuff. You get the old nostalgia feeling back. Awesome. They do that. The open, the open, yeah, like the open was really cool. What they did with Hogan, <laughs> yeah. you know, keeping ring. I, granted, Listen to Pottis War if you want to hear the conversation about how Hogan's still a fucking idiot backstage. But go ahead, DP. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you 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 do that. You make that make that show about that rather than necessarily you know the storylines that are going on. Like you can't give up a week for that shit, for especially for the shit you've been putting on anyway. And it's like, man, this stuff's really I, good, really awesome. Honestly, though, I've been enjoying the storylines on Raw and SmackDown and the product they've been putting out, like, the last four or five weeks of the year. You, not so much? Not so much. Well, like I said, I, I kind of took a couple weeks off there of not really watching because 
I wasn't I wasn't enjoying Raw one bit, and I don't get to watch NXT as much as I want to. And SmackDown. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Not as much either, but what I do enjoy is, is, is SmackDown and the Roman Reigns story, I think, is great. But other than that, I was kind of like, eh, that's not really entertaining and not really that great. And more of the stuff they've done has just been annoying me. And Randy Orton's character could be great, but we watched him murder somebody in the ring. And they did, like, nothing. Like, you don't even follow. The first part of the next Raw, you didn't even follow up on that. He's going to be part like, of the Royal Rumble. Uh, come on, you know. Like, I don't really like that so much. So, you know, I so I... I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to try and find the better and the good. And I watching this show was like, man, this is good. This is cool. I like what they're doing. Randy Orton, uh, you know, enjoying everything. I loved that main event match. And then it went. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I turn this into good? How do I enjoy that? Like, really, after that great match that you put on, you're going to bring back this 52 year old fucking old Goldberg to have a match. Like, really? You couldn't give this match to somebody else. And let them show off their talent or something. Like, give me a break. Like, that's horrible. AJ, last thoughts here before we move on from the whole wrestling scene and get a get a little funky around here. Are, are you saying that we're going to do trivia next? Funky's Is that what we're saying? No, we're going to listen to Brodus Clay. Uh, okay. I'll, so we're, know, uh, we're the, definitely doing trivia. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I guess I'll make it a little lighthearted and say, uh, Phenomenal Funky Facts, you're next! Oh, alright. That's cool. We can end it like that. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. What a shock is because Tony has to go get a refill. Well, again, with the phenomenal funky facts, we haven't done this in a while, so I had to 
be a little nice. I actually did things a little topical. So that means this is going to be probably the most... Yeah, this probably is the most difficult, phenomenal, funky facts ever. All right, before we get into funky, phenomenal facts, I got two things to tell people. DP, first, if you go to your liquor store and you're looking for looking at the vodkas, there's one called Four, Four Freedoms. It's inexpensive, and it's not a bad vodka. Okay, that I just was reminded from my kitchen to back here. Two, before get to the end of this because i don't want to talk about it afterwards i want to talk about it now aj are you a fan of the show called last man standing i've heard of it i've watched a few episodes Uh so the season premiere was sunday and then the uh, second episode was on their normal night last night and tim the tool man taylor made an appearance uh, with Mike Baxter on Last Man Standing. So if you're a fan of Home Improvement from back in the day, Tim Allen reprises his role as Tim the Toolman Taylor, wearing a Binford tooled shirt and all and grunting and everything. And you actually see Mike Baxter, <laughs> Tim Taylor. Uh, so just nice. a little TV nostalgia. Carry on. Yeah, it's already bad enough I made a home improvement reference a while ago because my boss has uh, high-rise buildings that are being built like right near his backyard, and he's like, I need to get a fence built. And I'm like, okay, Wilson, what we're going to do is you can pay us in beer to build you a fence, and you won't have to hide that. Yeah. And then everyone looked at me confused like, Wilson? And it's like, home improvement, come on. <laughs> Millennials. I don't even think he's a millennial. Ninety-six. I, I'm. I think I am. But okay, I boomer. By, I, I was raised by. Andrew, if I'm so a boomer, funny. you're a fucking boomer. You should. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, okay, boomer. Me. I'm younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking seventeen days. Here's a spoon. Oh, oh, seventeen days. PC as PC Tony will attest. Every day counts. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, anyway, so this will actually be a very difficult, phenomenal, funky facts. Because, like we mentioned before, Wrestle Kingdom was this week. So all of these questions have something to do with New Japan. Okada. I, <laughs> I did some research. <laughs> I got some names written down so I can at least put some names out there. Wow. Okada. Okada or Tanahashi? That's the that's the answers to these questions. Damn it, those are two and, of my names. And and for people that have to nitpick a little bit, because I know there's a few nitpickers, and I went over these questions with Andrew. I'm specifically saying Wrestle Kingdom, so one through fifteen from. Sure. Great. When that happened, I mean, I'm, because yeah, people will say no, that January fourth yeah, event. That's why. I did. Ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Phenomenal Funky Facts is actually AJ Belaz just asking questions and then answering him themselves after DP and PC <laughs> wreck in flames. Now back to your regularly scheduled BWI podcast, episode 257. Anyway. I think I, you know what? I, fuck it. I might just hold the microphone from now on. Fuck this. I'm going Dave. I'm going Dave. You're going full Dave. Hey, folks. 
what's the deal with the peanuts on the airplane? <laughs> this is this is why this is why DP's like put that back in the stand, <laughs> put the fucking thing open and put it back down. And shut okay. the fuck up. Let him do his trick. I, I was expecting the Seinfeld theme from uh, DP. Uh, oh, I can I, I can hear you. I should get that one. I have curb. Does that no, count? you didn't like that. That's not that's swamp. Only got curve. Alright, so so I'll be nice, Tony. We got curve. Okay. Tony, door number one, door number two, or door number three. Well, let me tell you something, Blink Hardendale. I think uh I think we should we should uh dedicate this episode of trivia to Alex Trebek as his last episode of Jeopardy played today. Long live Alex Trebek. And I'll just I'll just I'll say we'll take door number one and I'll and I'll finish this by saying what is total BS. I'll accept it. I mean, you guys might know the answer to this, and there's going to be a bonus question to it. Or a bonus point. He could could come up. He has wrestled in a Wrestle Kingdom. Who has the most Wrestle Kingdom main events? Competed in the most Wrestle Kingdom main events. And like I said before, I'm saying Wrestle Kingdom because I know there's the January 4th event that they always had since the 80s. And, and Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, what's considered a main event? That's over. Music's over. The, the, the last match. <laughs> the last match is a main event. Alright, so let's, let's, see. let's see those answers. He put Okada. Oh, DP puts no, Omega, oh. Tani, Tani, what did you pick? Tanahashi. Tani is right. It is yeah. Tanahashi. Damn it, I should have picked one of my names I had down. If, <laughs> it's, if DP's roulette trivia. You fooled me. You fooled me because you said he's been he's been in Wrestle Kingdoms before, and I was like, oh, he's not in them anymore? Then it can't be Tanahashi or Okada. <laughs> well, he hasn't really made a vent of them in a while. It's usually been Okada. Yeah. Or... Or Naito. Uh, there, there'll be a bonus question stemming off of that if we have a tie break. So, uh, DP, door number two or door number three? I'll take Wrestle Kingdom number two for a thousand. Why do we want to do Wrestle Kingdom two? All right, anyway. Number two. I don't know. They're all Wrestle Kingdoms. So I well, thought that was the category. <laughs> it's a New Japan question. And I'm going to give a little hint to help out. No, just ask the question first. Who won the very first Super uh, Super J Cup or the Junior Heavyweights? Are you sure you really don't want a, a hint or anything? Because a hint would, would actually help a lot. Yeah, uh, I'll just finish. I'll just go by. How do we? I have Can no we... idea who that is. Can we do it without the hint first? Can we, can we get the year? 1994. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take the hint. DP, you want the hint? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so it's actually a well-known North American wrestler who has since passed. All right, go ahead. It is a North American wrestler, and I'm probably going to get yelled at for who it actually is. I have no clue. Back to 1990. Oh, wait a minute. I got one. I got a guess. I got a guess at least. From 1994. Who's from North America? Let's see I don't think a junior is not even close to a junior, I bet, but go with Vader. Vader. No. God, no. <laughs> I, I I crossed off somebody because I think it was too late, So and then I put this down. Brian Whoa. Pillman, the original answer was Dynamite Kid. Both of you are wrong. <sighs> Dynamite Kid. So, like I said, I'm going to get yelled great. at what the actual answer is. The very first winner of the Super J Cup, the, the, the champion of all Super Juniors, the inaugural champion, was Chris Benoit. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, why are you oh, Pegasus. Back no, then, wild Pegasus. Do you think I was going to yell at you? No, but I'm just saying like I might get backlash I, later. I, I should have No, you're not going to get any backlash from that. <laughs> I should have known that. Because I recently uh, caught up and watched all the episodes of um, Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, and and seen the the footage of Eddie and Chris in New Japan in that time, and I get it didn't click in my brain. So good uh, question so far. I'm really enjoying them, especially since I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought I was going to get any of these right. <laughs> hey, you might, you might, you might, because this is going to harken back. This next question is going to harken back to the very first Wrestle Kingdom. We're going back with Wrestle Kingdom stuff. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. I'm going to give a point <laughs> for each person. So this is going to be a tag team match, a 2v2. I'm going to give you that hint. Try to think of Japanese people that you might know that wrestled, that are famous, is going to be the other hint. Who was in the very first Wrestle Kingdom main event? It was a tag team match. There were four people. Do you want us to name as many as people? It was a tag team match. Blank and blank versus blank. This is the 15th Wrestle Kingdom, DP. Do the fucking math. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have them every year. Oh, God. Is this a way to have a world war in the 2000s? (laughs) Okay, right. okay well, right. I will give I will give the year hint. No, no I already fine. said no year hint. That's total BS. I get it. Fifteen years ago or so. Fifteen years ago or so. Okay, just making sure. Just okay. making sure. All right, all right. I'll try and think of some yeah. uh, some names. Think of some, all four uh, of them names. Japanese wrestlers. All four of them are Japanese wrestlers. All right, play it. I I tried giving the hint of. Some of them are famous that everyone knows. Do you have to get them in the right group? <laughs> Just name four that you can think of off the top of your head. Oh man, they couldn't have been around that long, eh? Hey? 
Can we play it one more time? One more yeah, time. you can play it one more time. I'll be nice. I'll be oh, courteous. that are listening uh the hint that i will give to you before you hear the answer is two of these men have actually won the g1 climax three times i think i have those two i don't have anything back to back i believe yes I, I think i have one for sure i don't know all right I, let's I don't know. those he, answers I, Let's see DB come up with all four correct. I'm going with the four four names. The only four names I know. Holy bagging it. That's the only four names I know. Yeah, he got none of them. What? This was back in this was back in freaking uh I don't have any This was back in two thousand seven. So Shinsuke was a No, Shinsuke is like before two thousand seven, isn't he? Yeah, he was super rookie in like 2005? Three, I think. Alright, I'm looking it up. No, no, no. He graduated from the New Japan Dojo in 2003. Okay. So I don't I don't know. I don't know who was in that match and who's there Nak- was Nakamura was in, this, in the very first Wrestle Kingdom. I'm going to say that. Oh, come on. But How the hell are we going to get any of those guys? Oh, wait. No. Oh. DP's looking it up and he knows it up. I wrote down. Did you have any guess? I actually wrote down the tag team name because I thought you were going to go with like the most tag teams, the most title reigns or something. And I had that name written down. And that's one of the groups that's in here, for fuck's sake. Oh, sure. Ah. Hawk and Animal were probably in the tag team main event. No, not Hawk and Animal. Um, DP, were you actually going to say. The, the actual tag team or the the two others? I was I oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, is it, um, what should we call it? Is it uh, Taka Michinoku and, um, and, no, uh, Funaki? No, it's not. Yeah, no? No. I, I don't know. Who is it? I, I The main know. event of Wrestle Kingdom Who 1, Wrestle right. Kingdom 1, was Keiji Muto, Great Muda, and Masahiro Chono. Versus Tenkozi, who is Hiroshi Tenzan in Satoshi Kojima. I had Tenkozi yeah. written down for most tag team title reigns because you mentioned it earlier about them breaking the record uh, in the last Wrestle Kingdom. I'm like, ooh, I wonder who that is. So I should write it down because that's probably one of the questions. And no, fuckers. I smell another winner, winner chicken dinner right here. Yeah, it, it goes to Tani. Not even gonna deny it. It, go, it goes to Tony. <laughs> Boom. Why should you visit the chairshot.com? Chairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your 
head. What do you mean it's last call? It's the last thing we're going to talk about. You think uh, he'd figure it gentlemen. out in the new year? Yeah. I know, right? Every time. We're going to talk a little bit NFL football. And isn't it crazy how everybody at the chair shot has a team in the playoffs pretty much? Right. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's a, that's a good e- deal. E- even Platt. And that's not me digging on Platt. That's me digging on the Browns. I mean, if you think about it, DP and I are Packers fans. The Blazes are uh, Buccaneers fans. Platt's a Browns fan. Well, except for Greg. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Greg is actually a, a Giants fan at heart and a relocated a Cardinals fan. Oh, so he just lost both ways. Uh, yeah, big time. He got screwed that last weekend. Uh, Dave's got Washington. O'Dowd's got the Bears. I mean, come on now. We we just got we got NFL football teams all over the place here. So we're always big fans. We did the fantasy football. Honestly, let's put it this way: we ended up not picking the last week, which we were going to try and do a double or nothing with whatever. But DP led the whole season. He was leading. He could have only been tied if we had done it the regular way. So year one DWI podcast fantasy football champion. Ring the bell. Play the applause. It's none other than the man, the myth, the legend, the scientist himself. It's DPP. Feels good. Whatever. Fuck you, DP. (laughs) Oh, don't boo me, you assholes. He's an asshole. He cheated every fucking week. He was out to get me, and this is total BS. He, Maybe he you knew can Jack shut Henry your dick holster. hard. hard. No, in all seriousness, I think that was a fun format. I think we all had a really good time with that. So I'm glad we did it. And I hope you folks enjoyed it. So, you know, get together. I, I it's, it's weird because DP and I have done fantasy football together. We've done our own leagues on our own and things of that nature. And it's just, it's such a frustrating thing when you play for a good amount of money against really good players. And it's funny because when you don't do it, you miss it. And when you do it, you end up driving yourself absolutely up the fucking wall, paying attention to what's going on, especially if you're in multiple leagues uh, with, with money. But regardless, uh, I, I, speaking of the chair shot, myself, Greg, and Steve Cook were all in a fantasy football league this year. I was lucky enough to make the fantasy football championship against Steve Cook, and I put up 160 plus points and lost by 25. Holy he had fuck! Al- yeah, he had Alvin Kamara, so it was it was a great championship. Six, the six like, touchdown game. Yeah, and uh, that's how he, that's how the week started because that was on Christmas, right? So it's yep, like that, that was that was an early game. Oh, it was horrible. I only needed like 62 point some points from Josh Allen. Um, that that <laughs> he put up almost 40 again. The guy was great all year. I, I drafted him in, an auction, in that auction league for a dollar. So think about that, folks. The funny thing, it was $200 allowance in that auction league. And between Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay, and Zach Ertz, I spent $104. 
So I took second in that league with $96 allowance out of $200. I'll just say that. So be thankful McCaffrey never came the fuck back. (laughs) But you had a great year. You did well, and I can't wait for next year. So that being said, let's get into the playoffs here. I know some people are still playing daily fantasy, but we got a really interesting lineup. DP, for the first time ever, we have triple header both days. I mean, this is our jam. We used to hit the... uh, we used to have the old hotel parties and watch all the fantasy, you know, all the playoff and get the, you know, the home and the beer and the nacho bar. Remember that? Yeah, I miss that, man. The happy hour at the hotel and watching the games and everything. Man, that was fun. Playing some cards. Yeah, we, we used to get a whole bunch of people together and, and a couple different people would get rooms. And, and at this place, it was they had all these special things if you got the room there. So we'd get everybody together and play cards all day. But. Let's get into it. The game times are the same each day, 1 o'clock Eastern, 4.40 Eastern, and seven or 8.15 Eastern. Colts, Bills. Colts got to travel up to Buffalo. AJ, what are you thinking here? You think them Bills are going to take care of business against them Colts? Colts defense has looked eh. The Colts defense has looked eh as of late, but... Yeah, yeah I, got go. the, I got the Bills winning this one. The only the only thing that's iffy is Cole Beasley, I think, is out, and Stephon Diggs didn't practice last time I checked, so that could be a trap game, in all honesty. The Colts could come out with it, but I think Josh Allen learned from his mistake against the Texans last year, and he's not going to lateral the ball like an idiot. <laughs> DB. Yeah, the, I mean, just the Bills are, you know, been playing amazing this year. And like I said, Josh Allen has just been having a phenomenal year. So I, I just, the Colts, like you said, are kind of, they've just been in the middle all this time. They're never, they never show anything great. They never show anything too bad. But the Bills just have the firepower right now, I think. And they're just on a good roll. I think the Bills are going to end up winning it, but I think it's going to be close because defense always shows up you know, in playoffs. So I think it's going to be closer. I don't think the bills will cover, but I think the bills will win in a tight game. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you my picks right away for every single game, wow. even right now, as we do the first thing I, I have every single favorite covering this weekend. And it, it's really funny because I don't know. I feel like we get to playoff time and I pay attention to these spreads all year and everything else. And I like, I feel like I do really well. I have had a perfect, no, I, well, I have, what was it? One, the, the year the Colts won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, right? Oh, well, that's the only last time they've won it. Didn't I, what I missed one pick that year in the playoffs, playoffs? or yeah. something like that? I, first weekend I went with the, sp- with the spreads and the over under the first weekend that, that year I went eight and all. And it was nuts because I remember going out the next weekend buying drinks because I didn't hit so much that weekend. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just think the teams that are playing at home have so much more stability as far as rosters going, and we're going to move along to that as well. Uh, I, I also have the Bills, and, and shout-out to Josh Allen. For any other year, for, for nearly 90% of any other year in the NFL, he would have been MVP. So well-deserved, probably third in that voting Rams and Seahawks, I don't know that it matters whether or not Jared Goff is playing quarterback or not for the Rams, 
I got the Seahawks winning this game easily, especially since their defense, whether people know it or not, has been top 10 in the NFL uh, down the stretch. Yeah, I, they always they always have a good defense. You know, it, it seems like it. Like They kind of got shit on at the beginning of the year because it wasn't as good as it always has been, but it, it always they always seem to always have a good defense. I'm actually looking at this one as the one upset I'm picking, basically. this. Well, I guess I got two upsets, but this is the one I think I could see possibly the Rams coming out and surprising them uh, using the running game, and, and maybe that defense for the Rams actually shows up. Because Seattle's kind of been up and down towards the end of the season a little bit, I felt. So I'm actually going to go with the Rams. And usually I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm like UPC. It's always, you know, when the playoffs hit, it's always home teams, you know, and, and spread covering the spreads always. Uh, so this is the one I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe there's one because there's not really, I don't feel like there's much of a home field advantage for a lot of teams at this point right now, especially this year with not having the fans. So... I feel like the Rams could go up there, you know, just a few miles up north and pull out an upset. I mean, it is a glorified division game, AJ, but at the same time, you like the favor of the better quarterback. I mean, I do. Again, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. I'm not denying that at all. He's got weapons like Baldwin and Metcalf, but... I, I see this as the Rams win the rubber match, sadly. Where I see the Rams actually showing up and actually winning this. Goff or Wolford or whatever the heck the backup's name is. Who knows? I mean, Wolford didn't look bad against the Cardinals. Then again, Kyler Murray was injured and they had to face against the CFL quarterback. Well, on you week know 17. what? You and the rest of the Los Angeles Rams fans can hang your fucking playoff hopes on a guy who didn't look bad. <laughs> I mean, I can't, he didn't look, look bad. I'm not saying he's going to take him to the promised land. He's not. No, no, no. Yep, yep. We've said it three times now. I'll make it a fourth. Yes, you're going to hang your playoff hopes on a guy who didn't look bad. Do you want to say it again? Do you want to go for five? <laughs> I'm saying I see this as everyone thinks that the Seahawks are going to win, but the Rams are going to show up. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are going to be there. They're going to walk through that door. But at the same time, Russie, the love mussy, is going to be in attendance. Oh, slinging that fucking... All over the place. It might be just because I hate the sea chickens and Pete Carroll. Not that I don't like I, Russell Wilson, but I can't fucking I stand that. I don't yeah, the I sea know. chickens. I've heard the, I've heard the rain cocks and the uh, sea cocks. I've never heard the, the rain chickens, well, sea chickens, We've had a sea long chickens, history, long history rivalry with the yeah. Seahawks. And let's put it this way. DP, were you, Oh, I don't know if you were down there. Were you down there with me and Satchel McFlippins when we went to Soldier Field to watch the Badgers play with Russell Wilson? I remember going down there. They played against Northern Illinois, I believe it was, the year that they lost to Michigan State and missed out on going to a national championship when they had a great team, probably one of their most talented teams ever. I think not only Russell Wilson, but James White was on that team as well. Um, But uh, first of all, 
Soldier Field is a piece of shit. And it looks like a goddamn alien spaceship landed on a fucking monument. I don't even know. And they can't even keep up with the field because it's owned, with the, it's owned by the city. So, like, the field sucks. If you can anyway. tell from the last game they played on Sunday, last Sunday. So, my – we had a great time, though. We, we went on a bus ride down there. Uh, we had a good time. But you could just see how good Russell Wilson was. And the fact that he went – I think he went first in the third round of the Seahawks, if I'm not mistaken. I'm like, well, Seattle just got really good for as long as Russell Wilson stayed in. And that's been a fact, Jack. So I'm I'm not I'm not shying away from that. All right, main event Saturday night: Tampa Bay, Washington. Gentlemen, it's the Battle of the Blazes against Dave Ungar. I would imagine there's going to be some Twitterific things happening between the three of these gents. I don't know that unless Montez, uh, Sweat, and 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 Chase Young, God bless their hearts, have a phenomenal game in that Washington defense. Can they outscore the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And A.J. Blaz is just praying to God that Tom Brady stays upright. Because if he does, it's it's going to be game over for Washington. Because I don't see them putting up a lot of points. This is a very good Tampa Bay defense. See, that's not why I just had my hands up and, and did all of what I just did. The reason why I did that is because after Week 17 against the Eagles, there was a clip of Chase Young skipping into the tunnel saying, I want Tom, I'm coming for Tom Brady. Now, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. But if I've learned anything in the 21 years that I've watched Tom Brady play football, is you never, ever target Tom Brady because he's going to show you up, shut you up, and just make sure you're humble i like chase young i like the tenacity the fire everything that he had for that but the fact that you said i want tom yeah i'm not saying it as a bucks fan i'm saying it as a realist you kind of just did like one of the cardinal sins of the new millennia of football you targeted tom brady you're gonna die there's no other way i can say that i think the bucks are gonna win and that's that. <laughs> when the only reason your team made the playoffs is because Philadelphia laid down and you're a 7-9 and nine team who lucked their way into the playoffs, uh, you don't want to, you know, make some bold statements, especially against the GOAT. And you know he's got, you know, as much as he doesn't necessarily have anything to prove, he's kind of got something to prove. He's got something he wants to play for. And I just, I don't think Washington, the football team, which is, I really wanted them to have, I wanted them to have a Super Bowl year because I wanted their, I really was rooting for Washington actually this year because I wanted them to win the Super Bowl so that the Washington football team was <laughs> was on the trophy forever in infamy. Hey, I, hey, hey. It's- at least a team with no name made it to the playoffs. I think it's unanimous between the three of us that the comeback player of the year is easily easily Alex Smith, correct? Yes, without a oh, doubt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Huge. For me, if I'm voting and I have a vote in coach of the year, for me, it's Ron Rivera. Oh, nobody thought Washington was going to do anything. 
The guy beat fucking cancer and made the playoffs in the same fucking year that the pandemic was happening. I mean, seriously, think about that. It's absurd. So, I mean, I'm I'm good on them. I mean, I'm not. I just like that whole division is so. Look what happened. You you get it. You get rid of an, an a disgusting racist nickname for your football team, and not only does your coach beat cancer. And Alex Smith come back from 17 fucking leg surgeries, but you make the fucking playoffs. You see what happens when you do good things? <laughs> yeah, good things happen. And I I wanted the best for the team with the name redacted. But... <laughs> uh, sh- shout out to uh, the, the, the YouTube channel, Urinating Tree, for that one. He, he says that all the time. I'm not even going to deny that. But, <laughs> but you know... Ron Rivera, co- like you said, beat cancer, makes it to the playoffs, seven and nine record, but makes it to the playoffs. Looks impressive as hell. Alex Smith, everyone went. There's Joe Theismann 2.0. He's gonna like get his knee destroyed again. No, he's perfectly fine. He's actually playing very good football with a team that is, no pun intended, on its last leg. Who are the two? The it's Seattle. And who was the other one? Was it the the Titans? The Panthers with the a Panthers. seven seven eight and one South. record. Yes, oh. I knew it was the South. So was that Ron Rivera as well? That was also Ron Rivera. Yes. There you go. Ring the fucking bell. Ring the fucking bell. All right, let's get to day two. Let's yeah. move on over here. AFC side. What were we not done talking about Washington and and um, Tampa? No, we were done. We're good. We're done. Tampa's winning this thing. Yeah, Siege the day. We'll see you in Green Bay. Um, Baltimore. Carpe Hey, whoa. If if DP and I are right and the Rams win, you guys are playing the Rams. Uh, We'll see you in Green Bay. This weekend's chalk, guys. Just don't overthink it. Okay, except for Baltimore, but that's chalk anyway. So, and then it makes the same matchup. I was going to take Cleveland until the COVID hit, but whatever. Baltimore, Tennessee. The storyline here is Lamar Jackson, 0-2 in the playoffs. If he ends up 0-3, that's all they're going to talk about. There isn't going to be changes in the Ravens organization either way. I do think the Ravens go down and take care of business against Tennessee. Tennessee's defense is bad, and I mean bad, bad, bad. Probably the worst defense in the entire playoffs, DP. Wow. Uh, That's kind of tough. I don't know. I, there's not many that are worse, I guess. I mean, Washington isn't that great, and I don't think the Bears' defense is, is anything to write home about. But, yeah, I mean, I could see that. But what I also see is that the Titans' running game is unstoppable, and that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough for the Ravens to handle, I think, if they can control the ball. But you have two teams that can control the ball. I guess the advantage might be in throwing the ball on the on the Titans side, but at the same time, if you have a defense that's ranked twenty fourth against the pass and like twenty something else against the run, and the Ravens can do both. If Marquise Brown shows up, they're having a bad day, AJ. Yeah, I'm not denying that. I mean the, the Ravens can be explosive. They can be. But the issue with all of that though is as much as they can be explosive. Lamar hasn't showed it when he needs to show it. I mean, we saw this matchup 
last year in the divisional round, Titans-Ravens. Much different Titans defense, BTW. Much much different Titans defense, not denying that. They're not as good as they used to be, but did the Ravens improve? That that's what I'm getting at. Did the will the Ravens get their head out of their ass is more of the question. To me, the Ravens are basically the same team they were last year in the fact that the problem is is they got caught not adjusting. They got they 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 pulled a Mike McCarthy on themselves. They failed to keep up with the times. They figured we're good enough. We don't have to change anything, which is bullshit. You always have to change. You have to consistently change. The only, thing consistent the, life, the only thing consistent overall in life is that you can need to consistently change. And it may sound like totally oxymoronic, but it's a fucking fact, man. It's just like, you know, it's all real simple. The key to moderation is moderation, right? I mean, use your head here. The, the, the only certainty the is the, uncertainty. The thing that the Ravens did, though, is they've adjusted now. They didn't take five years to adjust like Mike McCarthy did from being the wild card vixen heading all the way to the Super Bowl and winning 15 out of 16 regular season games, but then being shut down by a Giants team and then going on for the next five or six years and running the same goddamn offense all the time. Right? Like, Ravens have made adjustments. John Harbaugh has figured it out. By the way, Jim Harbaugh is staying with Michigan, just so you all know. Anyway, I could go on for a while here, but I'll just say I got the Ravens winning this game, and I think the Titans have had a nice little run, but they're going to need to do some retooling to get back to where they thought they were. They definitely need to improve on defense, that's for sure. I, I think their offense is pretty solid. Like Passing game is a little suspect, yeah, but... You know, as long as they got Derrick Henry, that's just that's enough play action to give them a decent passing game. So, yeah, ring, I, ring the bell, ring the bell for Derrick Henry. By the way, two thousand yard club yards. man, that's awesome, just awesome. Eighth, eighth person player in history. to do so. Ridiculous. And I think the only person to ever run for two hundred plus yards in the la- or whatever he did, however many he ran in the last game to run for that many yards in the last game to get yeah, it, yeah, two hundred fifty yeah, yards something, or whatever something it was. like that. And I think it was like for five games in a regular season or whatever, or, or five plus. But, and and also the Titans being the only franchise to have two two K runners. Yeah, Chris yeah, Jones. Chris Johnson. I like. I, Can you? Yeah, let's name. Let's name the two thousand yard rushers. There's OJ. 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 So Derek and Derek Henry, Chris Johnson, mm-hmm. OJ, OJ, Eric Dickerson, Jamal Lewis. Terrell Davis. Have... Terrell Davis. Somebody want to pull this up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Adrian Peterson. AP. Adrian Peterson. I think that's how many were there. There eight. was eight because eight. The eighth one was Derrick Henry. Barry Sanders. Yes, that's it. That's eight. Barry TD. Hey, we did it, everybody. <laughs> did we get them all? DP? Did we get them all? OJ Dickerson, Sanders, Davis, Lewis, Johnson, Peterson. Henry. Hey, we did it. It is. Good for us. Good for <laughs> us. Good for us. All right. Speaking of somebody who's not on this list, but one of the greatest uh, running backs of all time, Walter Payton's team, the Chicago Bears, 
they backed right into the playoffs, even though the the people that enjoy Chicago Bears football were like, just lose, let's go to the draft, let's get rid of these quarterbacks. <laughs> and now, if they can find a way to beat this New Orleans Saints team, how can you get rid of Mitchell Trubisky if he goes, he's like got one of the most winningest records as a quarterback in the last three years, by the way, as well. It's kind of crazy. Well, every time they put him in there, he's well, he's like sick. He was six and two this year, or whatever. Until they Something put Wentz like in, that. like. But the problem, like, if he had a better offense, like a better coordinator, better plays, maybe he'd be pretty good. Because I mean, you can see him throw the deep ball. He's pretty accurate. But the the offense that the Bears run is such shit. Like they don't throw passes over five yards. It's their mo, man. It's. No matter who's well, quarterback oh, in there, you, you got to change your offense. Well, well, the offensive coordinator took over, and they won three games in a row, right? But the problem is those games were against the Texans, the Vikings, and the Jaguars, who all have defenses in, like, the bottom third of the league. Once you get to the Packers, they score 16 points uh, off of, you know, getting the ball where they shouldn't be getting the ball because of some of the things the Packers do. So... It's like, you know, when they play a good team, that's why I, I think this is going to be a destruction. The Saints are just going to come out. That This Bears defense has talent, but it's just not able to keep a team like the Packers or the Saints at bay. I mean, yeah. As much as I would love the good old, yay, the Bears are actually doing something impressive. Please get rid of the fucking Saints. Anyway... As much as I want the Bears to win, logic still reigns supreme where, I mean, yeah, Breeze is facing an NFC North team, but it's not the Vikings, so he's not going to lose by pure bullshit. Like, you know, the Miracle or did Rudolph push off, even though Rudolph himself on Good Morning Football said he might have pushed off, but the refs didn't call it, so he's not going to care. Not speeding unless you get a ticket. Exactly. Did I get pulled over? No. There we go. I believe Eddie said it best. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Shit, you can get pulled over. It's still ain't a ticket until you get a ticket. Exactly. But as much as I want the Bears to Ask be a lot of women. better. Ask a lot of women about that. A lot of women about oh, that. Ask a lot, a lot of women about that. Women are notorious for getting out of speeding tickets. I'm well aware. Believe me, I don't know, and I'm not saying that out of... Upper what? Huh? Huh? What? How do you know? Because I've seen it in action before? Continue on. Continue on. But, again, as much as I want to see the Bears win, as much as I want to see the Saints not prevail, even though I have a shit ton of respect for Drew Brees... The Saints are still going to win because they're just the better team on paper. You got Alvin Kamara. It doesn't matter if you put Khalil Mack on him. You still got Alvin Kamara who, you know, can still run insanely good, better than anyone that isn't named Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. And you still have, you know, a pretty decent receiving core and i'm saying decent be only because i don't really respect michael thomas taking quick slants like it's madden and thinking he's the greatest of all time but or michael thomas sorry 
but regardless, Breeze can still go. Alvin Kamara can still go. That's all you really need. You got people that can actually run the ball. You got people who can catch and run the ball. That's all you really need for this team. They can prevail against the Bears. And you got a solid defense anyway, so watching watching those the Bears linebackers try and keep up with the New Orleans offense is going to be hilarity, I think. Just like we watched them try and cover uh, Valdez Scantling and Aaron Jones out of the backfield was just a nightmare uh, for the Bears defense. So watch them doing that to New Orleans is going to be hilarious. I'm just going to say this, though. I'll say this. New Orleans will cover here, but it was 21-16 to in the second half with the Bears on the Packers' side of the field. With I'll just say that. That that did happen. The, the game I just watched, and I don't talk a lot about being a Packer fan. I don't pick Packer games when I make picks on social media. Um, I think being a Packer – I'll, I'll I think being a Packer fan, being a being an actual real fan of an NFL football team, I think being a Packer fan over the course of time in which I've been a Packer fan has not been an easy thing. Try being in it every year just because, but not having the team to win it. And then when you have the teams to win it, something fucking stupid happens. So I don't know what's better, being a Buccaneers fan or a Packers fan or a Patriots fan or whatever. Just realize... Whatever you're a fan of, enjoy the things that are going well while they're going well because you never know when they're going to change. So that being said, don't expect the Bears to just roll over here. No, they won't. So I think DP is so uh, – DP DP felt a lot of what I was saying there, I think. <laughs> oh, when you mentioned the Giants, ugh, my heart sank when you talked about that game. Fuck. All right. A lot of people who are – Super invested as anybody in the entire NFL fandom. Cleveland Browns fans, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. We have a little bit of experience with this in the fact that I believe at least once, and I think multiple times this happened, we had faced the Lions in the final week of the season and then had to face them again in the first round of the playoffs the next year. And that's exactly what's happening with these two teams, AJ. Yeah, and... This is another one of those toss-up games where the Browns can look competent. The Steelers have been declining rapidly ever since they got off on their 11-0 start. So, it's hard to hate the Browns. It doesn't matter who you are. It's hard to hate the Browns, especially since, you know, they've been the lovable losers since they came back. I know for NFL Network, they had an NFL Films flashback because they're trying to show all the playoff games. It's like, yeah, these people have seen each other in the playoffs before. Yeah, we ha- I had to literally watch Kelly Holcomb on the Browns play against uh, – God, I don't even remember what his actual first name was. Maddox. The Tommy. Steelers quarter. Tommy Maddox. Tommy. Tommy. XFL LA, star. Alex XFL, the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. In the playoffs, approximately, what, 18 years ago? Something like that for the Browns? And that was the last time the Browns ever were in the playoffs until now? 
I want the Browns to win. They blew like a 20-point lead that day. Yeah, they did. I, I, like I said, before we did this and I came home, I relaxed. I took a quick shower. I washed my face because it was all full of dirt and cement and whatnot. But as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're actually playing like the Steelers and the, and the Browns. The fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the dirty. Browns looked competent. You mentioned dirty. I think that's the way this game's going to go. It's going to be a dirty, oh, yeah. dirty game. That's that. I feel like that's the way Pittsburgh always seems to play, and the Browns. I mean, this is a divisional game, and you know they just got off a, a tough one already. So, playoff football, yeah, but, man. But gentlemen, the problem we're having here is the COVID has hit the Cleveland Browns. They just were able to open the facility. They have practiced for the first time this week. They're missing their best safety. They're missing two corners. They're missing two skill guys and an offensive lineman on top of a couple other people. So. This is not even the Cleveland Browns team you just seen take on the backup quarterback minus a few starters from the Steelers. The Steelers are going to be full blast, right? Like the Browns yep. don't have their head coach there. They're missing other coaches on the field. If the Browns were to win this game, it would be an amazing story. They just this I'll I'll be honest with you people. If you have the ability to bet on this game, bet on this game. The Steelers will win this game by at least 14 points. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see that either because the Steel, like you said, Browns are Browns are limping now and the Steelers are going to come back and be, you know, they're playoff ready, right? So the Steelers are, I mean, you saw them go 11 and 0, right? I mean, they've, I feel like they are kind of falling, they've fallen apart a little bit, but yeah, they sat some guys. Now you're in the playoffs. And now it's full blast. Let's go and do it. And I could easily see the Steelers running away with this thing quick. All right, gentlemen. Any last thoughts here as we head into one of the greatest wild card weekends ever? One of the greatest weekends, maybe, in professional sports as a viewer ever. We got six wild card games. Uh, just to wrap up the podcast here, you got two extra games. You got, you know, a whole. You know, extra teams in the playoffs. I mean, it's just going to make the wild card weekend here that much more enjoyable. You got a full, full day of football. Full weekend, I guess you should say, because it's two full days. So, full days of football, and it's playoff time. And regardless of pandemics, playoff football is playoff football, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I know you guys have seen the playoffs more often than not. I'm happy to finally see after 13 years my Buccaneers actually make it to the playoffs. I don't – as much as I want to see them win, even if they don't, I'm still happy of the fact that we got over that hump. Like everyone wor- – worst winning percentage in all of football history with like a 38% win rate. 13 years since the last time playoff happened. So I'm I'm mainly excited for Saturday night. But there's so much good football that we're going to see. We're going to see a bunch of divisional games with the Rams and the Seahawks, the Steelers and the Browns. We're going to see a rematch from last year with the Titans and Ravens. There's a lot of good games that are going to be on, and I'm just stoked about it. I'm not even going to lie. It's not just the the bucks that i'm happy about it's everything in general for the playoffs 
like I said, it's it's going to be a weekend to remember. Can't wait to watch and see what unfolds. You can follow me at PC Tony. Make sure you're checking out Chairshot Radio. It's back right there on the Chairshot.com and your favorite streaming services every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. You're going to see rotating list of personalities from the Chairshot covering sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment, just like most of the podcasts you see right there on Chairshot Radio Network. Like I said, follow me at PC Tony. DBP. What's going on in DPP world? Well, uh, you know, winter is you is back for the new year. We, we took a week or two off there uh, for the holidays and stuff, but we're most, back. Most of us did. Most of us yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was, it was a nice little break, um, but we're back. We wrapped up 2020, uh, talked about upcoming stuff coming up for 2021. Should be exciting. Make sure you go check that out on thechairshot.com, and you can follow it at a winner is you. And you can follow me at it's me DPP as well, all over the worldwide social media interwebs. All right, I guess I'll wrap things up here. Let's also not forget to mention. Oh, eh, quit your complaining. Let's also not forget to mention we actually have the Instagram for Chairshot going on with Chairshot Media, so you get to see more of that on different social media platforms. You know, letting you know that we have all of our reports, chair shot radio that we're doing now, thanks to our commissioner, PC Tiny. Uh, you can follow me at Phenomenal AJB, AJB in all caps. You can follow my articles and whatnot on thechairshot.com. I have to see with UWN because I know they went on a holiday hiatus, so I might come back with that. I know work's going to be a pain in the ass, but I'm still going to try to do as best as I can. I think that's all that we have uh, time for today, but I'm going to throw another trivia question just because I'm fun. And this isn't for points. This isn't for bragging rights. This literally just came into my head because I just thought of it. Does any Since the Browns and the Bucks broke their playoff droughts does anyone know which team now has the longest playoff drought the detroit lions no oh, wow wow i would have thought it was detroit for sure Tony, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm not i'm not looking i'm oh. looking at a list of Be- because the the lions we're Hold the on. reason why the Bucks didn't break their streak in like 2015. I got another guess, but I'll let PC do his guess because he didn't guess. I'm not it. looking it up. I'm it. looking at the standings just so I can mm-hmm. go through all the teams. Yeah, um, yeah, because I thought of the other one. I think which it's fair. Oh shit! Oh no, it's not them. Hmm. Come on. You can do it. I believe in you. Come on, honey. Um, I got it narrowed down to a couple. Yeah. Come on, we just need one. And then DP can say another. The Dolphins? It's not the Dolphins. But it's in that division, right? It's the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes, it is, DP. The Jets, the last time they were in the playoffs, the AFC Championship game. Yeah, Red Shrine in, in, in 2010. Yeah. All right, there you go. 
All right. Well, cool. Yeah. I still won trivia this week. So you did you still win trivia this stuff. week. I just wanted to make it fun. For AJ you know, Velaz, who's the son of a bitch who likes to fucking shit on my fucking Sunday at the end of every show. For DPP, who just fucking, I don't know. You got me all pissed off now. That's total BS. I'm just kidding. It's all good. I, I tried to come up with something clever there, and I couldn't figure it out. It, it, it's not a it's, it's not, not a, a, it's not a, it's not a DWI without a total BS. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to episode 257 of the podcast Otis DWI. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't kill your earballs. No. I don't know. Anybody else? Anybody, anybody, anybody got anything? You want to come up with something? Anybody else going to take us out here? Go ahead. This is your opportunity. Or forever your earballs will be in pain. Well, that's, I've been, after 258 episodes, I'm not surprised. Seven. 257 episodes. Seven. So so on the 258th, you're going to be surprised? Next week, you're going to be surprised? I might be. I'll take a week and think of something. All right. <laughs> Till then, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as DWI. Yeah. It's a New Year's miracle. We're going to come up with something new. What? Should we come up with a new bit? Well, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs>